0: Sweet. Hello, I'm, I'm
1: Maya. Alright, here we are, next episode of Introducing Foya. and I'm, I'm pumped to introduce you to Maya. You may already know her. <laughs> um, Don't Kiss Your Friends was uh, the EP that kind of stood out for me. The song Central Station just kicks. I, I kind of a- always want to say that She's got a really mature sound, but which is ridiculous because obviously she's a professional and she's very talented and, and she's a great artist. Uh, I bumped into her recently at a King Princess show and I'm like, you've got to come onto the podcast, please. Her new EP, Analysis Paralysis, is out now. It is brilliant. I mean, she's, she's so good. She's so good. Um, we don't always just talk about the accolades, though. Oh, uh, no. I mean, yeah, she did release a song with Flume and it happened to go number one on The Hottest 100. But she also wants to tell me about busking at the age of 10 with her saxophone. And could she, and the concert that she almost peed herself in—you know that kind of stuff—the the good stuff, the nitty-gritty. Um, so please sit back and enjoy my chat with Maya.
0: The Put
1: How are you? I'm, good, I'm well, good. We're just talking jars. You're obsessed with jars, like other members of my family.
0: Yes, I do <laughs> love a good jar.
1: <laughs> Clicky top jars. Clicky the top jars. Jar. You've come in with a coffee in a jar, which is very—it's very homemade. It looks like you're. a Very sustainable or something.
0: Yeah, unintentionally, yeah.
1: (laughs) You know what I thought it might have been? You know, you have people drinking charcoal water and stuff like that. I thought you might be a charcoal person. Yeah. Charcoal water? I think it is. Just enjoy something for once. (laughs) Oh, Is it alkaline? I don't know. No, it's something about charcoal. Just. Have fun. You know, have put fun, some Cheer
0: in there, yeah. maybe some berries. It doesn't have to be dirt.
1: What's your kooky thing? Like, what is your thing as an artist? You go, I, I must have this every day.
0: Probably my brain medication every day.
1: <laughs> good, good start. <laughs> Here we are then. Yep. <laughs> I think the last time I saw you, Um, I think we first met at, at King Princess... Oh and yes! It was huge, such a good show, and I, I always wonder, like, what what do you when, when you go to music, like you go to shows, obviously, mm. are you kind of subconsciously taking notes? Going,
0: I will bring a fucking note. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say. You that. are absolutely Apologies. allowed to fucking swear. Um, no, I've countlessly brought notes. I love it's that. It's actually embarrassing. Yeah, but that that show specifically, I remember I took photos of specific lighting moments and put them in a Google Doc afterwards. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Metro as well. Yeah. So yeah. I went to so many metro shows because I was like, what are these bitches doing? I'm to take some of this to myself. Oh, I love that. Yeah, but it is really inspiring. But also, yeah, there's there's moments where I'm like, Oh, they all turn because I went to a um a pale wave show there as well, mm-hmm. which was a few weeks a few days before. Mm-hmm. And um, there was this moment where both of her guitarists and bassists they put their backs to the audience and then she was facing forwards and they swapped, and yeah. I completely ripped that for my show because I, I love was like, that. Looks great. It's yeah. Rock yeah. like opera vibes, love it.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah, because I, I spoke to her that day for the podcast and she was just incredible. Like, just, I, I couldn't get over what an incredible li- Like, I love her music, but when someone, I, I think when you see someone's live show that doesn't just confirm that, that actually just takes you somewhere else just to go, you are the real deal. Like, this is unbelievable. Have you ever, what, what was the show you reckon that stuck out for you the most? I'm gonna get cancelled
0: for this, but the 1975, I went and watched them recently because I've missed them every time that they've come. Yeah. Um, and I went and watched their recent tour, and I have not felt like that since like I was 13 and in the pit for One Direction. I was just like inconsolably <laughs> screaming, falling to the floor, super embarrassing. Yeah. But- yeah, I actually I thought I was going to pee myself. I was like, I have it, I have no control over my body. I don't know what's going on. I feel like I felt what Beatlemania would have felt yeah, like. Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: It's funny, we asked on the radio show once who you'd wear a nappy for because a lot of Taylor Swift <laughs> fans were wearing nappies so they wouldn't lose oh their spot. Oh, my
0: God. That's Harry Styles as well, but they weren't even... They just freeballed it. They were peeing in the pit.
1: Yeah. Well, I have seen that with my own eyes. Not at a Harry show, but at a festival once oh where God. I've just seen... And it was a girl, and it just... just Going for it. Oh my god.
0: No way. All right. You would not catch me doing that. (laughs)
1: Good. (laughs) Put it in a jar if you do. Yeah. Um, so congratulations on uh, your new EP. It's out now. H- how do you feel about it? Like, it, is it a is it a, a is it a freeing moment to have this this body of work out there? Or
0: I'm I'm so happy for it to be out. I was watching the uh, Zayn Lowe and Dominic Fike interview that happened recently. And I saw that. You know how Dom the entire time has kept being like these songs are so old. They've held on yes. to them for so long. It feels like I'm I can't get past all these feelings in yeah. my life because they've been st- like I've, I've been stuck in time because this hasn't been coming out. And I was. I I really related to that because i'm like i'm just ready to move on yes. from this period um but I'm, I'm more than happy to talk about it considering that it's like coming out but I, i'm just glad that they're off the private soundcloud link and that i don't have to yep. think
1: So about is that, is that because you're always like two or three steps ahead of what i mean yeah. i'm assuming you all are because like you're probably working on stuff now that we're not going to hear for ages but exactly how does that feel creatively like we're all going oh we love this song and you're like oh yeah okay sure <laughs>
0: Um, I think it's better this time around. The the first EP that I put out, um, I'd written over like high school years. Yeah. And I released it when I was like 18. And some of the songs were like closer to the release date. But I felt like with that one, I even like promoted it as like, these are songs that I was writing when I was figuring out how to write songs. Right. Um, and like figuring out what my life was, whereas like I was working on analysis paralysis, like at that point, yeah. And being like, oh my god, I'm so much darker than this, and I'm so much like more intense, and I've got so much more to say. And it does feel a bit like that. That first EP, I was a bit like, ah, flowers and daisies <laughs> and roses, and this one feels a lot more like I'm intense. Like-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do love that. You know what I loved about that? Back to that Zane Low chat was I-, I love that Zane asks this you know, four minute question about. What a great cathartic album this must be! and You must feel mm. amazing, and he just goes, "No, not it really. It's just a collection of songs from the last few years." Yeah, and like bang! I love, but I love that as well because obviously it can be all the things. Sometimes mm. it is that this piece of work that you are uh, uh, from the heart, and this is it means so much to you, or sometimes mm. it's just like, "I'll oh, have a listen to what I've been doing the last couple of years."
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I relate to that a bit, where like this EP has felt like. Um, just lots of trials like yeah. lots of working like I went over to LA did the whole thing worked with you know a different person every day that sounds very
1: glamorous was it glamorous? no
0: no <laughs> I literally think it was three months of me crying on my floor because I was just like I can't figure this out and I don't know how people do this yeah. and, and working with a different person every day and bringing all your emotions and your diary in is like
1: what sends you can I ask from from a civilian point of view what sends you to LA like you don't just get off the plane and go here we go let's, let's try and give showbiz a go I mean, some people do some, some people do Assuming you didn't, but like, what what's the reason for that? Is like, is it record company going? I want you to work with this group of people, or get into songwriting with this group of people, or yeah? yeah.
0: I think it's a community thing. Um, I think Australia is getting better now at like Mm -hmm. building community and Mm -hmm. building like sharing spaces and like producing for other artists and working on other artists' projects. But I think that we have a long way to go. But there is a whole recent community that's been coming together and really working together but I feel like LA is the central hub that everyone from everywhere goes to so it's not like a lot of people being like this is my home ground and I'm not sharing it with anyone kind of thing it's a lot of people being like we're all here to figure this out and work this out and find ourselves Um,
1: also the the more people mm -hmm. I speak to are even doing this job I I find that it's an incredibly collaborative job that you have, as opposed to like, well, this is my stuff and I do this, and I'm I'm in competition with everyone. Do, mm. I, that's what it feels like from the outside.
0: Yeah, it takes a village yeah. to make it work. Yeah, but I feel like every artist has their own village in like Australia. It feels like you've got yeah, okay. your own one, and don't take my people. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. No one
0: can move. Like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we are we are definitely getting better and I think that people are acknowledging it a lot more and, mm. and deliberately trying to like have other artists join them on stage and do more collaborative yes. albums and like rather than just songs and yeah. you know sharing band members and stuff like yeah. that I think it's, it's really awesome
1: yeah Um. tell us about how it all started because I mean you're Sydney slash Byron Bay and you know I read busking attached to your name a lot mm. when it, it all started there was that really where it started for you were you, were you a, a busker that decided just this is actually not bad uh,
0: I feel like <laughs> like it's there's so many like layers to that but I mean like the first busking thing I was doing was like at like Ten years old at Coogee Beach with my saxophone, like barely being able to play. Like like, I remember, I made 50 bucks in coins that first time, and my mom was like, "You got to keep doing it while you're cute. No one's gonna give you money
1: (laughs) playing saxophone when you're older." Um, I love that.
0: And then I, yeah, then I moved to Byron, and I had like a duo with my friend when we were like 13. Yeah, and we'd sit out the front of convenience stores with her piano plugged into probably some outlet we were not allowed to be using and you know having the guys from the real estate agent across the road being like you're driving away business please leave <laughs> but I wasn't I didn't do the like adult busking thing right. I think that's very different
1: so were you doing covers or are you throwing some originals oh, yeah. in there so Yeah, Sabrina
0: Mars you know love it got a serenade <laughs> <laughs> the onlookers <laughs>
1: Like I think Joe Strummer from the Clash used to say when he when he busked at the Tube Station he only learnt one song because he's like people only walk past you for ten seconds they don't need to know that you have got a, a set list of ten yeah so you just do like it's one real estate song.
0: agent across the road that's going to throw <laughs> yeah, fit yeah,
1: though. yeah 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 so then what was happening so you, you weren't busking as now what was the thing that took it from having a bit of fun with Bruno Mars outside a real estate agent to writing your own music like do you remember the first song you wrote and then how how did that become what it is today.
0: Um, the f- I don't remember the first song I wrote because I've been doing it since I was like nine, okay. like just making up random yeah, right. stuff. I think I was very much like living in my own world, but I didn't think that I was really going to be a songwriter or anything like that. Um,
1: what were you listening to when you were younger? Like, what, oh, apart from so, Bruno, obviously. So
0: much Taylor Swift, so much Amy Winehouse, <laughs> so much Bob Dylan. It was kind of those three on rotation. It's a
1: pretty eclectic um, crew. That's not bad.
0: Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. I'd sit down and have dinner with them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> not sure they would with me, but no. I'm sure Bob would be Amy, Galbrain Taylor, chat. and
1: Bob, your table's ready. <laughs> Maya's going to be joining you in a second.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, yeah no, I kind of like I, like met my manager really randomly, and then we started working together, and he was helping me um, just doing artist development stuff. And mm. we did that for years. And then eventually he was like, I think it was when I wrote Green, one of my earlier songs, and he yeah. was like, "Okay, we're ready to like take this to labels," and I was like, "Wait, that was the plan? Like he yeah. didn't really fill me in because I didn't think he wanted to put any pressure on me." Yeah. To like,
1: but that's good though. You would probably want to prefer that, wouldn't you? As opposed to like, I'm writing so I can you know put this in front of X.
0: Yeah. No, it's good to write without ever thinking anyone's going to hear it, and that's <laughs> yeah. a lot of that first um, first project, which is good and bad because it's super honest, but I also go, "This was never meant."
1: <laughs> yeah. with you the weren't intention. supposed to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's unreal. So is there a moment, though, that, uh, that you still can't believe? So, that, like, I mean, we could go through a resume, but I'm like, you, you played at Coachella, you, you got number one on the Hottest 100 with Flume, um, you, you got into Unearth with Triple J. Was there a moment that really went from, like, this is, it's just gone from there?
0: Um, It feels like there's been a bunch of little moments like that, and then yeah. I get to this point where I look back and I'm like, wow, this actually... I did this. Did something, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
0: um, I think the the first moment that i was like oh damn like people are showing up was the second headline tour that i did yeah um and we played at this like this venue in melbourne and it was the first night of the tour and we only played in like the three cities but i just remember showing up being like i hope people come and then playing to a sold out room of people and being like whoa
1: And And coming just for you, you know? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. They
0: make stuff and bring (laughs) memes and there was one girl from that show that brought this cutout of of Jojo Siwa and just like held it up for the whole set. <laughs> and then we played in Melbourne a few weeks ago and they were holding it up and I was like, I remember you from the last time.
1: Oh, that's so good. So yeah, what was it like playing some of the songs from this EP um, on the tour? Like have, have they been obviously going down well and you have been enjoying that?
0: Yeah, it was been a really interesting experience like playing songs. We played five songs that no one had heard before on yeah. the tour, which uh, is a bit scary because you're like, are people just going to check out if yeah. they don't know the music? Um, but actually,
1: you, do you think generally that doesn't happen, don't you think? Like when never. You, when you go to a live show, really, I think that it's, 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 that's, that's what you're there for. You're just happy to be there.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I'm assuming you're very entertaining. I know you're very entertaining as well, which helps. But oh, thank you. <laughs> no, But I'm saying most people are like going, oh, new stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it feels like that from insecurity of being like, oh my yeah. God, uh, no one knows this. But people really got into it. And we released one of the songs from the EP on the first day of the tour. And mm. then the next one we released on the last day. So it was really interesting to see, like, by the second or third show, people knew the words to the song that had been released two days before. Yeah, okay. And you're like, that's insane. Yeah. And then people sent around videos of the unreleased songs to other people so we would play, and they would already know the words to songs that aren't out. And it's just like, I don't know, the dedication there is just so awesome because you just can't predict that happening. Yeah. And it's, but unless, uh, yeah, it's it's quite nice, manner. I
1: guess, that you don't you're not expecting that though. It would be mm-hmm. nice that you're you're not at that stage where you're like, oh yeah, I get that. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you <laughs> should.
0: No, the <laughs> funniest we we supported Rule once, and um, I got all these videos from my friends. Uh, that were like standing up the back and it was we were playing one of the songs and these girls were holding up the lyrics to the song in the pit just like yelling
1: oh, really? <laughs> so
0: I was like damn that's respectful of you <laughs> that's really nice <laughs> pretend that you know it oh that's like, brilliant yeah
1: so what what's uh what's next for the for the rest of the year you just finished a tour you've got the AP out what, what's what's next in your kind of your diary that's um, that you're excited about what's happening
0: um, lots more like little events that I'm putting on, which is gonna be really fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, touring in the U.S. from oh, um, yeah. October, so that's like coming up quick.
1: Yeah, what yeah. do you got planned for that? Where are you going?
0: Um, in everywhere. I haven't really looked at the. It's it's a lot of. Are you a day to day
1: person, or do you look at something like that and just get day-to-day a little bit over? Right now. Yeah, good. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm like just get through. Yeah, just get through the one day. Yeah. But yeah, we're touring with uh, the Coffee
1: Barrett. in a jar, one day at a time.
0: Exactly. It's, you get me. That's it. Figure out what I'm wearing. Yeah. Coffee in a jar. Yeah glad that I have my beautiful people of that course, I work with to help me get through the day. <laughs> Texting me being like, of course you would show up 10 minutes before the interview starts. <laughs> like- <laughs>
1: Uh, is there an album on the on the horizon? Is that something that's important to you? Because a lot mm-hmm. of people now, which I, I think is also I mean, like because of the internet. I mean, mm-hmm. that I think you can release things and move on pretty quick. Yeah. But is that something that's important to you to release a, a, a more substantial body of work?
0: Mm-hmm. Album is definitely the uh, the main goal. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. there's other moving parts and other people involved, where yeah. they make other decisions. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. Probably shouldn't have said that.
1: Yeah. But your um, input, I'm sure, is important though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) the album is really the end goal um, because I really want to make something I I don't want to put too much pressure on it but I really want to make something that feels really cohesive and really poignant and like has a solid point and a lot of like meat to it whereas the last things that I've done have felt more like pulling different things and putting them together and that's a really fun process but like knowing that I'm going to go and write something where like not every song has to be a hit and i can do something kind of weird and experimental and maybe the like i can have interludes and intro tracks and stuff like that where i like you have the main songs that anyone would listen to but then you know something in there might really mean something yeah to somebody else that like not a lot of people get that's really vague but that's the stuff that i love yeah. i love B-side tracks yeah, i of course. love interludes i love the yeah, the songs, like, sort of feel like the most important but, like, aren't the catchiest ones, yeah. I guess.
1: Yeah. How do you find, like, looking... Like, even just saying, like, you've just you've just done a tour here and you're about to go to the US. How, how do you work in that time? Like, how are you writing new things or recording new things? Do you find that you just have to be good on the go or do you have to lock yourself away for a few months and dedicate mm-hmm. it and then working on new stuff's over here, touring's over here, or is it all just, like...
0: Yeah, meshed. I've I've kept them separate now just because touring is uh, harder than you think it's going to be and I really really enjoy it but like I can do work but I can't be super creative. Mm. Um because I just need the space.
1: Yeah. So, so you're not sitting in airport lounges, you know, working on track training or I, wish I
0: be like that. <laughs> like, I saw pictures of, like, friends, you know, sitting in the <laughs> airport lounge with, like, their interface out and, like, I yeah. can't do that. Like, my guitarist sits on the plane on her phone making beats on the plane and <laughs> yeah, I'm like... Right. Just watch your movies. Yeah, yeah, Do that. (laughs) But you know, I love to be locked away in a little cell for like three months and being like, nobody come in here. You know, I'm making my sounds.
1: Um, well, it's uh, been a pleasure chatting to you. Congratulations on, on the EP. You should be really proud of it. And um, can, and, and good luck with the, the tour in the US. I mean, there is nothing less glamorous than travel, but you can't really tell anyone that because mm. it sounds so amazing. It is going to be
0: really fun, though. <laughs> it's
1: going to be a lot of fun, I can imagine. Um, we'd like to finish, though, with someone maybe you'd like to introduce us to. Like, who are you listening to at the moment? Who do you love?
0: Mm, I'd probably introduce you to, to my beautiful guitarist, Chloe Dad, and yeah. uh, my bassist, Handsome Music. They're both... Incredible musicians, and you should check them out.
1: I will. Well, pleasure speaking to you. you and too. congratulations on, uh, as I said, the new EP, and good luck over in the US of A.
0: Oh, thank you for talking to
1: me. And then I can't wait to hear what you come up with once you've locked yourself away for a few months. Yeah, I'm
0: looking forward to it. <laughs>